Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we look back at Week 9 in the Canadian Football League season, and we also check in with Drew Todd of Team Manitoba at the Canada Summer Games. He's their chef de mission as we're checking in with them every day for the next couple weeks about how we're doing at the games down in Niagara. That's on the podcast. Well, now, it's a Monday after a CFL weekend, so you know what that means, folks. Time to look back at the weekend that was. And we are now nine weeks into the CFL season. For the Bombers, that means they're at the halfway point. For many other teams, they're about to hit that milestone. So what did we learn in this ninth week of the season? Well, let's head to school now in the Week 9 CFL Recap. We start on a hot Thursday night in Montreal where the Bombers look to stay undefeated on the season against an Alouette squad stuck at two wins. But you wouldn't know the Bombers were the 8-0 team early as Montreal opens with a field goal, holds Winnipeg to a pair of punts before strip-sacking Zach Kolaris, and you got to hand it to the Owls being aggressive on third and three from the six. Field goals, we know they're not going to cut it against the champs who hold their ground, and they force the turnover on downs. And then Brady Oliveira takes over, a 13-yard run, 35-yard catch that looked Kind of like Andrew Harris. Some more runs, and then Kolaris hits the touchdown machine known as Dalton Schoen, and the Bombers are on the board. Now to the third, because not much is happening other than horns in the crowd. They're driving everyone at home mad. 7-6 Bombers, and then a Winnipeg drive stalls out in Montreal territory. But on the field goal, the Owls are called for pyramiding. Two plays later, Kolaris to Rashid Bailey touchdown. Do not give Winnipeg bonus tries. Come on, we've been over this. The Owls really aren't doing much, but then Tyson Philpott. The 60-yard kickoff return, three plays later, a 20-yard touchdown reception, two-point convert is good. And just like that, we're tied going to the fourth. Will this finally be the game the Bombers lose? Uh, no. Al's hit the upright on a 51-yard field goal. Kolaris hits Drew Waltarski for 41 yards, setting up Winnipeg on the four. First down, no. Second down, no. Third and goal from the one. Huge play in the return to the lineup. It's Dakota Prukop. He gets it in. Then the Owls go two and out. Engineering Grant puts a seal on this deal. 40, 35, can he beat the punter? Janarian Grant, house call! Touchdown, Bombers! Janarian Grant, wow. First punt return TD of the CFL season. That's it. Each team adds a score. Whatever. 35-20 is the final. Winnipeg, 9-0. Montreal, maybe firing Kahari Jones wasn't the answer. Friday night football in Ottawa. And do we have to talk about this game? Fine. Stamps visiting our nation's capital without their head coach. Dave Dickinson had COVID. Calgary with an early field goal. And then... It is nap time. Take the dog for a walk. Wash the dishes. Late in the second, finally something happens. Caleb Evans throws it to the wrong team. Titus Wall takes it to the house for the only touchdown of the game. 17-3 is the final. This game stunk. 20 points, 19 punts. Get me out of here. All-East battle in Toronto Saturday as the Argos hosted the Ticats. And a great start for Hamilton. Field goal, touchdown, field goal on their first three drives. It's 13 zip tabbies. Now to the third, 17-6, when the Argos finally, suddenly, have themselves back in it. Three-play, 70-yard scoring drive. Cameron Phillips, 49 yards. Andrew Harris, 8 yards. Phillips in the end zone, 13 yards. And the two-pointer works, too. So it's 17-14. Now 17-16 because Hamilton surrenders the safety. Early in the fourth, Forrest Beattie lines up from 44 yards to take the lead, and he kicks it into Lake Ontario. My God, that is one of the worst shanks you'll ever see. Sure, the snap was weird and his timing was off, but he kicked it like 30 yards left. At least they got a point to tie it. But special teams, redemption. 
Three plays later, the Argos block a Hamilton punt. Benoit Marion scoops. He scores. And Hamilton, though, has a nice drive going, looking to tie it. And then on third and eight from the 10, they kick a field goal to cut it to four. It's not super helpful. Argos get a field goal to nullify that. So here we go, Dane Evans. Down by seven. Ball to 30. It's first and 10. Now second and 10. Oh, it's third and 10. Great. And he's picked, and it's a pick six. 34-20 is the final. The Argos are four and three, and the rest of the East is five and 19 combined. And finally to BC, where the Lions were hosting the Elks. You may remember the last time these two met back in week one in June. Lions and quarterback Nathan Rourke announced their arrival loudly with a 59-15 shellacking of the Elks. Could Edmonton keep it more respectable this time? I mean, mathematically, yeah. Teams trade turnovers to start before the Lions get cooking. Rourke to Dom Rhyme, 7-zip, and it looks like the Elks maybe, maybe want to hang around in this game. Taylor Cornelius to Kenny Lawler, 7-all, and then... That's about it. Rourke to Rhymes again, 14-7. Rourke to Rhymes a third time, 20-7. Rourke to Lucky Whitehead for 69 nice yards, 27-7. A field goal, then another touchdown. This one to Brian Burnham. It's 37-7 at the half. You got no reason to watch the second half. Rourke runs one in because, sure, Elks get one too. Okay. 46-14 is the final of the Lions. They are fun. And the Elks, uh, Victor Quee thought they'd win four in a row. Oops. Hope. Worth a try. Week nine is in the books. Canada Summer Games are underway in Niagara, Ontario, and every night for the next two weeks, we're going to be checking in on how Team Manitoba, Manitoba is doing. Chef to Mission Drew Todd will be our conduit to the action, and normally he will be live. Had to pre-tape our interview this afternoon, so this was before uh, Manitoba picked up three of their four medals today, and I started by asking Drew about their process of getting to the games because of all the issues we've heard over the last few months about traveling into Toronto's airport this summer. Yeah, it's actually, um, we're really pleasantly surprised. It was a bit of a, you know, we, we were worried a bit. A lot of the provinces were unsure of how things would look coming to the airport, but I have to say uh, athletes got through pretty smoothly. We're hardly any delays. Didn't have to worry about losing any baggage or anything. So uh, they're all in the village, all having a good time and all out competing. So remind us again what sports are uh, are on for the first half of the the, the event here. Uh, well, we've got basketball, both male and female. We've got rugby, uh, female lacrosse, wrestling. Um, it's got triathlon, mountain bike, uh, male soccer, and and beach volleyball. That's right. So we've got uh, how many athletes going so far? We have, I think. Um, I want to say we have 230 total participants in week one. Probably, I think that's about uh, just uh, under 200 total athletes for this week. Okay. And are yeah. we into the, the metal portion of things yet, or have we still got some time to go before that? Well, it's good timing. Actually, just about 10 minutes ago, we won our very first medal for Team Manitoba. Nice. So in the uh, female sprint triathlon, Anna or Anya Kruger uh, came home second for us. So we're pretty excited here. It uh, just happened just now. So that's the first one. Um, and then kind of as we ramp up, especially in sports that uh, have individual events throughout the week, you'll see a lot more medals piling in. I know we're obviously biased here, but uh, what's our outlook for medals? Well, you know, we had our best ever finish at the Canada Summer Games in 2017. So you do get a bit of a bump uh, with the home games, getting that extra support. But 
Um, you know, like I've told a lot of people around here, that's uh, kind of worked as a bit of a launching pad for us. Got a lot of support from the local and um, provincial governments and invested in sport really well. So we're kind of seeing the fruits of that going to pay off and, and we're hoping to keep that momentum. So we continue to really challenge the uh, the bigger provinces out of Canada Summer Games for years to come. How's the weather been? Because I know here it was really mild this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, the complete opposite down here. It's uh, a bit of a heat wave, and um, you know, in southern Ontario, which I guess you're a bit familiar with, a lot of humidity. You know, so it doesn't really cool down too much in the in the evening as we're kind of used to a bit more in Winnipeg. So it's been hot. There's no question, but uh, we've got a fantastic performance team that's working out getting ice vests out to our athletes, keeping them hydrated putting together ice baths for them to help them recover. So we're managing the heat pretty well. And, um, you know, we just have to adapt and, and uh, keep it going. And you've got a medal in triathlon. So that's a sport where you absolutely the elements are a factor. Yes, that's right. You know, our endurance guys, we really got to make sure that they're, uh, they're careful and they're uh, fully hydrated. So what's on uh, the outlook for tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we pretty much have all sports, um, fully in competition uh, wrestling kicks off and i think that's always a really fun one to watch and uh, you know our flag bearer erica Vermet and her partner val are going to be out on the beach playing uh, playing a little volleyball so we're really excited to see that but you know i think um you, you turn on the live stream and you can probably catch any events you like and we'll have an athlete in there competing at any time of the day so it'll be pretty fun really busy day your job as chef de mission what does it typical day look like for you are you bouncing around from event to event to event all over the niagara region uh, ideally but i would say you know a lot of it's behind the scenes uh you know putting out fires as, as we like to say but uh you know our our team's role is really to put our athletes and coaches in the best positions to succeed so as much as they can kind of focus on their competition and their performance we can keep all the outside distractions at bay for them so that's not influencing their mindset whatsoever so in the morning you know we have a uh, we have meetings with the host society at the crack of dawn six seven in the morning uh then we debrief as a team get the information out to our coaches that's relevant and then maybe you know around 11 or noon um they kind of clean things up and, and we can get out there and cheer on their athletes in a few a uh, few of the bigger competitions so that's uh that's obviously the best part of the day and uh, as much as we can do that we're definitely gonna try to take advantage of it and when's your bedtime? Bedtime? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll say uh, anywhere from, um, I don't know, 12 in the morning to 2 in the morning, depending on how things go. But when you have the energy of the games and, and the atmosphere, everybody's having a good time, you know, sleep kind of becomes a non-factor. I'll, I'll probably go into a bit of a hibernation at the end of the month when I get back to Winnipeg, but that's a few weeks away, so we don't have to worry about that yet. That's awesome. So uh, a lot of coffee to keep running, or are you not a coffee guy? Oh, there's a Starbucks right down the hall. There's a Timmy on the first floor. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're going to know me pretty well, I think, by the end of the week. <laughs> well, Drew, so will, so will all our listeners with the daily updates. Appreciate your time today, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow night. Sounds good. Thanks, Christian. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m., of course. That is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell, until we meet again. Come on and thanks for all that they should. So sad that they should come to this. We try to warn you all, but